Good morning ish ish <laughs> welcome in to the very first time we've used this setup for a podcast in the icu studio this is set two as we call it we probably need to give them some sexy names yeah i mean if there's any sponsors out there that want to keep on sending us loads of shit like pc specialist we could have the pc specialist podcast yeah i mean over even, here or something even our know? actual buddies astro logitech yeah. gt omega do you want to i mean gt omega like, these are not GT Omega chairs, so we can't really have a GT Omega. We call that one that the GT Omega caster station yeah. or whatever like this. This could be the uh, the Astro Playroom. Nice. PlayStation, like you want to get involved as well? Nice. Yep. nice. I mean, that'd be great. More <laughs> more stuff, more things. I mean, we, I think we are going to reach out to some of our friends, if you're not already watching, about maybe putting more stuff on here, decorating it a little bit more, maybe getting some more shelf space above the TV or something. Like, we've got a lot of room that you guys can't see around us that may be able to be used and facilitated a little bit better yeah i mean we've got some cool stuff in it shout out to logitech mm -hmm. as you can see we've got um logitech and astro items strewn yeah across the shelving uh pubg sent us some of the uh, little crates as well as you can see behind bib the icu title belt just here mm -hmm. um and then obviously some pga stuff up there as well so shout out to everyone that does provide our channels we appreciate you guys for all of the support and all you guys watching as well you make it possible for us to get some of that absolutely support, so we appreciate you very much but if you don't know what we're here for if you don't know who we are well i don't know if this is going to work config nameplates doesn't work nice uh, my name is graham this is bib we are ice cream uploads and in true ice cream fashion this is the scoop the uk's number one video game podcast and if we do say so ourselves we are here in some comfy ass chairs yeah this is i i like being sat down this low to the floor it just feels a bit more natural yeah knees up yeah and they're like yeah 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 the, the mean, chairs over there are comfy as shit like the GT Mega chairs. I mean, set the, one. the whole thing about it, though, is it's a different vibe. So where, like, for those that haven't seen um, that setup over there, um, I can't, you know, if you, I, I'm just going to assume you have seen it. We're 700 episodes into the podcast now. 701? 701, yeah, 701. Nice. So yesterday, 700th episode. Today, 701. Um, if you've not seen the main studio in 700 episodes, then that's on you. Yeah. It's gone through a lot of changes in them 700 episodes as well. Like yeah. We've genuinely got a brand new studio compared to what we had last time. But being sat in a gaming chair kind of gets you up, gets you ready, laser focused. That is where you want silencer and droidica. Mm -hmm. Casting, giving you pow, pow, pow. But when you're just doing a, a, a nice coffee table chat, it's nice to have a nice coffee table to have a chat around. Uh, absolutely. So. With a coffee on it. And I got another coffee on it. God damn. God damn. On Twitch with a Twitch cup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yes, if you are watching this, please do feel free to get involved. We are live on Twitch where we go live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m. Ish. It's now half past two. So a little bit after that, but it's fine. That's fine. Um, stay tuned for the next hour or so. We will give you our thoughts and our impressions on the biggest, the best, and breaking stories from the world of video games. It's not just about our thoughts and impressions. We want to hear your thoughts and impressions, and then your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. That's kind of how the whole thing works. So please do feel free to get involved. We may be live on Twitch, but the live stream is turned into a podcast, a video on YouTube, and an audio podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Google Play. Yes. Nice. Thank you to our friends at Anchor, as we have moved to Wanker as well. <laughs> Sorry, I just get the two Wanker reference in there from last yep, week. If right. you were here last week, that makes sense. If you were here for the first time today, probably caught your ears, but it's fine. <laughs> nice. Welcome. Um, what? What? Welcome. Hi. Hi. Um, before we jump down. into any news, I want to mention a couple of things. 
Uh, shout out to our sponsors, our friends at exclamation mark Astro. I'm touching it. Oh, I'm not touching it. I thought I, I kind of am. There, that's that's a neon light for uh, an Astro A30 headset. Shout out to Astro if you want to buy yourself any Astro items, then do feel free. Want to point out as well, um, if you're a Star Wars fan, if you're a Mandalorian fan and you need a new headset, see the headset just behind Bib there? That is the Astro A30 headset. It's fucking gorgeous, mate. Yes, it um, is. But Astro have just released an official Mandalorian version of the Astro A30 headset, which you can buy from astrogaming.com. Just saying, here comes the spawn. If you do want to buy that, mm-hmm. it's a good headset, by the way. It is really good. If you do want to buy that, you can use code ice cream. Save yourself 10%. Support our channel. Nice. Um, as well as that, do feel free to check out Insert Coin, GT Omega Racing, and any of the other buddies that we have in the channel. Exclamation mark Discord in the chat will give you a link to our Discord, and we have links to all of our affiliate buddies in there. Do feel free to check that out. Speaking of Discord, mm-hmm. we also have a section in the Discord called Loot Drop, and we give away one prize every month to one subscriber just for taking part in the Loot Drop. And the way you do that is just by being a sub to the channel. Whether you sub, whether you use your free Prime sub, whether someone gifts you a sub, if you're a sub on the first Monday of the month, which is the Monday coming, yes. uh, then you can bag yourself a prize. What that prize is, we don't know. No, no idea. We'll figure <laughs> that out by Monday. But uh, if you are a sub on Monday, you will be in the draw. And there is like 200-ish people because people have been absolutely smashing the support on the channel mm-hmm. over the last month or so. So we appreciate that. It may drop off a little bit by then, or if it it's has. not, has it? Yeah, uh, so uh, as it currently stands, it is at 91. Oh, see, that shows you. We had the uh, rumble just over a month ago. Yeah. So people were throwing down big numbers of subs at that point in time. So, so yeah. Do you know what? If we'd have done the loot drop three days ago, yep. you'd have had like half the chance of winning that yep. you do right now. So let's oh, go. Batman Dan has just subscribed to make it 91. <sighs> Oh, let's go, Batman Dan. Batman Dan. Uh, shout out to Batman Dan, by the way. I'm assuming mm. it was because it was pretty quick. Your gain, I think, is the other way. <coughs> because I've just, had to tu- I've just had to turn mine down. Tell me which way I'm turning. Is it that way? Uh, no, the other way. That way. Yep, keep going. Keep going, keep going, keep, keep going, keep going. Keep going. Okay, okay, okay. Do you want me to turn it up or not? Am I turning it up or down? No, the other way. Just a little bit more. And a bit more. And a bit go. more. Yeah, perfect. Nice. Nice. Yeah. nice. When you reach a certain decibel, you can hear it just starting to turn the screw a little bit, shall we say. So basically, my voice pisses you off. Well, if that was the case, <laughs> unplug. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Batman Dan, any news on the chair yet, by the way? Um, I know it was only just sort of just the other day, and it does have to travel across the Atlantic, but just want to... You know, oh, do they not have any distributors over in America? They do, but they only have like a set amount of stock and pretty much Christmas. Ah, we did okay. the rumble after it, so all of the stock was gone. So um, I spoke to UK guys, and obviously Scotland is where GT Omega is based. They've sent out a chair to Batman Dan, so it's already in the States. Whoa! Love nice. You love to see it. Love to see it. Looking forward to the pictures. I hope I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you very much. And appreciate you clipping that. We're also on the verge of a hype train mm-hmm. as Kenny Cobra has just subbed as well. Make it 92. Let's love go. Love love it, boys. Uh, do you know what? Kenny Cobra 92 makes it 92. You love to see it. You love to see it. <laughs> He's definitely not put those two, two things together. <laughs> We're not giving him too much credit there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, let me jump back through the chat. I apologize if you're hearing lots of sniffles and things as well. I do have a bit of the lurge. Um 
I'm trying my best to give it to Bibi before he has some time off as well, so he yeah. can take it with him. Absolutely. So, you know, sharing his carrying. Um, Demos, welcoming, dude. Code Red. I see you. Oh, no, not I see you, but we see you. Nice, nice. Cookies. Um, XOXO, folks. I skipped a meeting for this. Ish, <laughs> you better be good. <laughs> It'll be great. Oh, man. It's actually like minus three next week. Is it? Yep. Well, do you know what? Talking about that, Lurgit. There you go. That will keep doing that, by the way. That is something we need to fix. The TV sorting power save modes. You know, eco-friendly, trying to stop your TV from... Yeah. We have tried, like, nearly everything, and I come up with a very good solution just before we went live, or while we was going live. Um, yeah. It's all right. We'll just... We'll, we've got, like, five solutions that we can throw just when we're not just about to go live. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we'll just get one of the old, really old laptops out of there, a HDMI into that, and just leave it running on the side. That's probably the quickest and easiest thing. Three-hour video rendered from the boys upstairs. Jobs are good. <laughs> Easy dubs. Nice. Um, Kennedy got get you nice. Code Red said, I heard my name. He called um, you a bitch. <laughs> no. Maybe. No, I was... Uh, I, was it was I talking about that? I was saying, like... This yeah. is a nice podcast area, whereas the desk over there is great if you want some high-octane, Code Red-esque, top-draw PUBG console esports. Ha! Core! Who? Yeah! What is it good for? PUBG console esports. Sing it again! There you go. You said you'd wait for the next podcast. We don't actually have it plumbed into the uh, studio, so I had to sing it for you, but there you go. Nice. Yeah, so if you want if you want casting, that area's good. If you want a podcast, then this this feels like, this feels more natural. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we do have a few things to talk about. We appreciate you guys throwing down with the subs in the chat. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. 92 subs is a big number. I know it's not at the 200 where we were, but it's still a... Phenomenal. 92 people back us. I know. That's ridiculous. It's outrageous. That ridiculous. Just two blokes sat... With microphones that didn't even work, a TV that keeps turning itself off. Graham's bruised behind his laptop screen that he can't get to, so he's just. <laughs> I just about to say, I've got this in my ear, and I'm like. Ugh. Also, also, keep your eyes out for this. <laughs> this is a stream deck sat precariously. There goes the TV again. Uh, on the arm of the chair, it has already been knocked off <laughs> once today. <laughs> And for those that have seen us broadcast from these chairs before, which we haven't done for a while, it's well over a year now, but it may have been knocked off two, three times every stream. So keep your eyes out for that. Nice. It was early COVID, wasn't it? It was yeah. early COVID when we had the old studio. We had the blue walls. Yeah, we, we had to do social distance setup. Yeah, kind of thing, that yeah. was wild. Two, two meters apart, me over there, you over there kind of thing. The desk pushed off to the side. Nice. Nice. Anyway, we are here to talk about video game articles and we do have a few for you. We are talking about 50 Cent. You'll find him in the club. No, you'll find him in GTA 6. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, nice. <laughs> that, that wasn't rehearsed, by no, the way. G good effort. <laughs> well done. <laughs> nice. Uh, so 50 Cent hints at a GTA 6 involvement suggests that there will be some news soon. Then we'll jump into the articles that we wanted to cover yesterday but didn't have time for. EA is laying off more than 200 members of staff without warning but it might not all be doom and gloom in the industry as the coalition is hiring for new members of staff then we'll talk about just dance gran turismo um we'll feature in the olympics latest stab at esports so, have you seen this no <laughs> is it is it that there bad there was a lot of controversy yesterday about oh, this oh interesting interesting no i i didn't see anything on this so this is <laughs> interesting okay we'll come back to that one and then we'll finish up with with not a free game friday but a discounted 
game for good causes Thursday. Yeah, I nice. mean, the list of games that's in this is outrageous. Do you know what? When Levi was talking about it earlier on, and there was game codes and stuff, I was I was just like not bothered. It's just no, not bothered about. I didn't realize that they were good games. Fuck's yeah. sake! I didn't yeah, even bother. Brilliant. I mean, the one that I tried to redeem upstairs because all the ones that he already had, he just put into the slack. Um, but there was already ones that I had with the two that I tried. So. Uh, I saw six. I heard someone say someone else is trying, and they were the games that I don't want. So I just thought, <laughs> no, I'm not bothered about that. God damn it. But we'll talk about Humble Bundle. They have a Turkey and Syria, uh, Syria Earthquake Bundle, which offers Gotham Knights and 68 other games. 69 games for $30. Yes. Imagine that. Imagine that. Okay. For now, though, we'll jump into the first article, which... Oh, Big big Hamish, you just raided. Oh, has he? Yep. Big D- Man Raid. Oh, Big Ham. Nice. Look at these sexy boys. Where? There's only me and Bibby here. Oh, well, I'll take the compliment. Hey. Hey. Oh, right, darling. Oh, right, darling. I was watching Big Ham and the, and, and the Lodus and Neil. Who was the other one? Who, who was you playing with today? Yesterday was Phoenix. I can't remember who the fourth fourth was today. But then Out again, of order, that. I know, I know. I always I always forget one person. I just managed to make I someone feel... You are? You are? I hope it's Lotus or Nietzsche. No, I said Lotus, but oh. Nietzsche wasn't playing, no. Uh, Mackenzie! Ah, of course it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Kenny Corbin's here, Bean is here, Fawn is here. Hey, welcome in. We are trialing using this setup for the scoop. This is the first time we've done this, so if you are dropping in, we're just about to start going through the news. Um, we may have done a little bit of problem-solving, technical bug squashing while we were live on air. But it's fine. It's fine. It's what, it's what we're all here for, right? The mics right. aren't bleeding into each other, which is great. I know. Like, I didn't think... Uh, well, and the decent mics, you know what I mean? Blue yet is the fantastic mics, but our mics aren't bleeding, which is great. It's the fact that we're closer like than we were originally going to be, yeah. and they're not bleeding either. Nice. Uh, he's forgettable, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What, Bibar McKenzie? God damn. God damn. Thank you very much for the raid, Big Ham. I'm assuming everyone from our stream knows who Big Ham is. Uh, if you don't, check yourself. Check yourself. So that looks great, nice, and relaxed. Well, that's what we're going for. Mm-hmm. So having the big, sexy caster desk is great for production-level stuff. But when you're just having a, a chin wag, that's what our podcast kind of is. We'll mm-hmm. talk about the news. We don't need to... We're not, like, being the news announcers, so to speak. So we thought we'll just go for the for the nice chill bit. Uh, looks nice. Shame about Bibby's jumper. It was, it was cleaning first. Why are you looking at my titties? <laughs> that's outrageous. <laughs> it's pee, honey. You know what it's like. You know what it's like. <laughs> anyway, should we jump into the first news story? Uh, story? Yeah, I think we should. Nice. Uh... You have no idea. I don't know no, I can't see it all. Oh, there we go. Do you have it up, babe? You big stiff idiot. <laughs> you big stiff idiot. Uh, okay, the first news story of the day. As mentioned, you won't find him in a club. You will find him in GTA. <laughs> this is 50 Cent. He has hinted at a GTA 6 involvement. Suggests there could be news soon. This is written by Andrew Bottino at Game Rant. What an absolute name, Andrew Bottino. I know, it sounds great, that, isn't it? Great if you mean Vice City. That's a Vice City name if ever yeah, he's, he's a GTA character. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Graham Day, Andrew Bettino. <laughs> Fuck off. 
Good to it. Anyway, so the wait for news about Grand Theft Auto 6 might soon be over as the rapper 50 Cent hints that news is coming soon, with him possibly being involved. Uh, the body of the article says, Excitement grows as the rapper 50 Cent hints at his possible involvement in the upcoming Grand Theft Auto 6 with possible news to come soon. Do you think they could possibly get the word possible in there a bit more? Possibly. <laughs> nice. Rockstar Games has been remaining silent on anything relating to Grand Theft Auto 6 and the world has been waiting for any hint of news ever since the infamous leaks from last year. GTA 5 was released back in 2013, 10 years ago, goddamn, uh, with its online multiplayer mode releasing not long after, with many speculating already what the next game will be. Despite several re-releases of GTA 5 on newer platforms and many new content updates for GTA Online, Rockstar Games has not given much info about what GTA 6 will entail. It remained as such until September 2022 when there was a sudden massive leak as one channel uploaded more than 20 leaked videos of GTA 6 gameplay to the internet showcasing plenty of footage of the game. This was an event that shook both Rockstar Games and Take-Two Interactive and since that leak there hasn't been anything new. That could be changing as there is hope that the gaming world will hear something about gta 6 soon the rapper 50 cent took to uh, took to instagram today and posted a picture of a brightly colored logo that says vice city in the same font as the logo for gta vice city the setting of which is supposedly the location of grand theft auto uh, the location that grand theft auto 6 will take place in alongside this picture the rapper wrote quote I will explain this later. End quote. <laughs> Imagine. All right, I've got to say, it, if that's all he's put, then that's fucking <laughs> shit out. Just scroll down and see the, see the uh, Insta embed. I mean, there is a little bit more, but yeah. Um, hinting that not only is this something about GTA potentially coming out soon, but that 50 Cent himself is going to be involved in it. Fans in the comments began to speculate what this could mean, with some saying that it's not going to be. Uh, no, with some saying that it's going to be a Grand Theft Auto TV series, while others are saying that it means he'll be in the next GTA game. The latter wouldn't be surprising, as 50 Cent is no stranger to video games, being a part of a couple himself. In addition, back in 2018, 50 Cent, he'd li- uh, 50 Cent said he'd like to make another game. Uh, ce- Celebrate is being used to promote, or do you know what, we don't need to talk about celebrities for other games. We've seen that stuff for now. Yeah. 50 Cent, Vice City image. Mm-hmm. I'll explain this later. Mm-hmm. Is that 50 Cent trying to carve out an extra 50 cents for himself? Or do we feel like he could be in GTA 6? Thoughts? With him hinting about Vice City, it's a completely different time period to what he would have been. Like, if it was based around modern day and it was just going to be his music that would be included in it, I think that's a different conversation. But the fact that this is 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 hinting of him being in Vice City, which is obviously based in the eighties, or as was in the original game, I'd, his music obviously wouldn't make any sense to be in that. Um, so where, whether or not he's portraying a character that's going to be in that, I mean, like I said before, did you ever play any of the Fifty Cent games? No, they were brilliant. It was bulletproof and blood in the sand. I think. Maybe a bit of bullet. I, I, I definitely not the second one. What was that? Blood in the sand. Blood in the sand. Yeah. No, I, I may have played a bit or 
my mate might have played a bit of bulletproof or something like that. Yeah, I actually thought they were really good games. I thought, oh, here we go. I mean, do you know what I mean? Hashtag Vivi Games. I mean, obviously. yeah, yeah. Don't take that with a pinch of salt. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, it doesn't have to be anything remarkable for me to be able to play it and enjoy it. Um, but for what there were, there was a there was decent enough games. So yeah, I don't. I, Again, it all, it all comes down to what the source material is. We know the source material is a Grand Theft Auto game, but I would is the Vice City, the GTA 6, Vice City 2, or whatever they're going to call it, is that going to be based in the 80s again? Or is it going to be a modern-day Vice City? It, it, it doesn't look anything rem- remotely like a Vice City game from the leaks that we got, but the leaks could have been bait for something that was made and then scrapped. I don't know. Yeah. Nope. I- Forgot that there was a big pole there. I tried to scratch my <laughs> ear and slap my mic towards my face. Thankfully, it didn't actually hit me. <clears throat> so apologies as well that I keep coughing into the mic. I apologize. Um, yeah, for, for me, there's there's a couple of things like ways that that could go. If anyone's seen the GTA leaks, it looked modern day. It looked like something right now, yeah. which suggests that GTA, the new GTA Six, is gonna be modern day. Mm-hmm. That said. When you're making a video game like that, quite often, the some of the last things, not always, but often, depending on, it varies from studio to studio, but often, the last things to get put in are textures and uh, lighting effects mm-hmm. and so on. So it could just be a case of they're building out the engine and are just using GTA 5 assets and textures and so yeah. on um, as holding bits and so on. So that might not actually be representative of the final product. I mean, obviously won't be representative of the final mm-hmm. product, but in terms of stylistically, it might not even be representative, which means it, in theory, could also be an 80s game. I kind of, I don't feel like they'll do that, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like they've done 60s with GTA 2. They've done 80s with Vice City. We've had 90s with San Andreas. Um, I kind of feel like... We will go, um, obviously, 2000s with GTA 3, 2010s and beyond with GTA 5. I kind of feel like we'll go 2020s and beyond with GTA 6, and it'll just be in Miami slash Florida. Yeah. Um, I feel like... Does that appeal to you, modern day, Grand Theft Auto? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd love the idea of Vice City again. I just... There's a little bit of an annoyance when it comes to people in the creative realms, kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't, in terms of there were so many good tracks used on the audio and the soundtrack, so many good vibes and atmospheres mm-hmm. and having like neon clubs and, and so on, that if they use that stuff again, even some of the same tracks, people go, had this in the previous one, same again. Whereas if they don't have it, it's like, oh, you're missing that. I mean, that's... Yeah. Good so... I'm torn with it. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, I don't know what... I mean... It, Without Rayleigh being here anymore, I feel like it'd be a bit shit if it went back to Vice City because there wouldn't, unless there was just so many different audio lines that they would be able to, um, be able to recall on for him to be able to include him in some way within that game. I think that'll be a nice little tie-in. I feel like you can go back to Vice City, and you could be two years after Tommy Vasetti's story, two years before Tommy Vasetti's story, and you could do it without squashing Rayleigh mm-hmm. stuff. For me, I would probably, I'd probably prefer to see modern day Miami, but yeah. with creative throwbacks to the eighties and stuff, um, and building it in that way. I think, I think that's probably where I'd like to go because that way you don't get some of the problems that Red Dead Online had, and that's, uh, you, we want races, but you've got to do it with horses, uh, <laughs> yeah, horse or, car, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't jump into an Infernus or whatever the yeah. uh, the names are of the vehicles in GTA Online. 
people want to jump into the equivalent of a Bugatti or a Lamborghini and, and something like that. And you can do that to an extent in the 80s, but it's all just a little bit squarer. Like the Lamborghini v- Diablo VT that the doc has is, yeah, once he got enough money, he got rid of that and changed it for a nice smooth modern-day Lamborghini, didn't he? So, um, yeah. For me, I, f- I feel like modern-day works. The only thing I'm not sure about, though, is I jump back into the tweet from, not the tweet, the Instagram post. So if anyone that may be dropping in late, 50 Cent, put out a message to his 29 million followers on Instagram. And that's, let me mute my laptop, was that um, just a logo that said Vice City, and I will explain this later, GLG, which apparently means Green Light Gang. I don't know what the Green Light Gang is. But he then said, this shit bigger than power, trust me, boom. I mean, if we're talking about something bigger than power, all right, Grand Theft Auto is already bigger than power. Mm-hmm. Power, for the, if you don't know what that is, and I imagine a lot of people do, but I also imagine a lot of people that don't, power is a Netflix series. I don't know if it's still Netflix or if it's moved, whatever, um, about a character called, called Ghost, and 50 Cent is in a number of those series. And it, it goes from being potentially great to... Flaccid mediocrity very, very quickly. And then there's beyond that, there's like, what was it? Like, not power, but truth or something? Ghost, a, a power story or whatever. There's, there's different spin off mm-hmm. series and stuff on Amazon Prime and so on. Just brrr, power just doesn't have the potential. He clearly is proud of it and fair play to him because we watched every single episode of Power. Didn't watch any of the other stuff after it because Power was disappointing. This is Grand Theft Auto, and if it's based even remotely on Vice City, it's definitely going to be bigger than Power. Because <laughs> well, of... it, it, he gets uh, with him having previous video game experience, he obviously gets it. Like if you'd gone back and even if you just watch any of the YouTube clips of the game itself, or Blood and Sand, or Bulletproof, he gets what it's like to be a video game voice actor. Voice acting and acting are two completely different things. You either get it, you've got it, or you've not. Um, and I genuinely think he gets it the way that he's be able to p- portray his character as 50 Cent through voice acting. It, it works perfectly. So I can imagine, I can visualize him in the game somewhere. I just don't know where yet. Like, I don't know where he would fit in, whether or not he's going to be as 50 Cent. We know it's not going to be as 50 Cent. He's going to be portraying a different character. But what does a knight is gangster in the likes of... Um, in Los Santos, in San Andreas, sorry, um, and the modern-day Los Santos gangs, I think he'd fit in there a lot better than he would do in the 80s-inspired games. I don't know. We'll see. No, I I definitely agree. Like, yeah, even just the San Andreas storylines, like, Tommy Vassetti is based around, like, Italian mobsters. Yeah. Carl Johnson is based around that that nineties LA sort of gang yeah. sort of uh, vibe, and and obviously it's, it's hood wars rather yeah. than gangsters. Yeah, exactly. They're two completely different things. So if it fits in completely, so much better than that. So with that, yeah, I think that pushes it back to some more of a future time, especially if you want to if you want to lean into what Fifty Cent brings to the to the table. Um, Batman Dancer Showtime has multiple spin-offs. Power, Ghost, Raising Kano. Um, can I, can I, can I? It was, it, for those that haven't seen it, 
watch episode one of Power and you think you're in for something phenomenal. And throughout the first season or whatever it is, it, it's decent. But it's one of those that it just kind of feels like it, it ended too quickly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Cookie says, I have bulletproof. It may even still be sealed. Hmm. Ooh. Um, perfect if you bring a guest on. Maybe fly one from Scotland. Uh, fly one? Fly fa- one down. Is he is he a jet setter? To be fair, we did one event in Scotland. How did we get there? I've got pictures of Bibby asleep on the plane. <laughs> the twenty minute flight, Bibby fell asleep. What a surprise! <laughs> very first event. Your very first event. Sat next to me. <laughs> Selfies. Sleeping bins. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Raising Canaan is the one out now. Ah, okay. Is it any good? Is it any good? I mean, I. I was disappointed because not only is Ghost in power like one of the snappiest dressers that you will ever see. That is that is a ridiculously attractive man. Like fucker. If I wish I could wear a suit as good as that guy does. Like, it's, it's obviously it's all probably like fully custom made and stuff, but but whatever. Um, and it just goes from being this absolute unit to yeah, it falls into the family. Trouble cliche. Oh, he's got a son that wants to rebel and all that sort of crap. So, yeah, it was just, it just, it tropes, tropes. So it could have been so much better than it was. I'm disappointed massively by it because it looked like it had so much potential. But anyway, do you know what I wouldn't be disappointed in? GTA 6 being a modern day or an 80s game. Mm-hmm. And I would love to find out soon. And if we do find out soon, we will share information on that with you guys. But for now, what we're going to do is change the story entirely and jump into uh, a story about EA. So this is something that we did shelve yesterday because we didn't have enough time. Um, hopefully we've got enough time to go through it for you today. There we go. Rhiannon Bevan at The Game has the next story. It says, Report! EA lays off more than 200 Apex Legends workers with no warning. Workers from Apex Legends QAQV team tell us they were laid off hours ago with no warning and little explanation. So QAQV workers for Apex Legends say they've been laid off months before their contract was set to end. Being told the news this morning with no prior warning, two of the affected workers told the gamer that the contract terminations will see more than 200 devs out of work with seemingly no attempt to move them onto other games. One of the workers tells us that they feel they have been, quote, replaced by a QA team in the UK uh, that they had been training up, although they haven't been uh, been given a reason as to why EA needs to terminate so many contracts. Another who lost their job just hours after their night shift ended says it is due to EA seeking to hire, quote, globally, end quote, seemingly supporting the idea that the British team they helped train will now take over their old jobs. Imagine that. Oh, we need you guys to help bring up some more people so we've got more cover and stuff. And actually, now they know your job. Get out. Mm. What the fuck? Um, so the layoffs uh, affect workers from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, while there may have been contractors, they were told, uh, were told that they had worked with EA Court for years on multiple games, although had been... Uh, had since been solely focused on Apex Legends. Quote, I'm on night shift, so my shift ended at 1am, one worker tells the game. At 5am, we received an email informing us the office was closed and there would be a mandatory Zoom meeting at 8am. Um, quote, in the call, we were told uh, they were doing away with the Baton Rouge QV, which is quality verification. Uh, testing team to move forward with the more diverse global testing team to better reflect the end user. End quote. Oh, 
It's got a pop-up from the gamer in the middle of the website. That's great. Uh, the same worker says they will receive 60 days of severance pay despite their contract ending in August of this year. This is in compliance with employment law in Louisiana, but leaves the team with little time to pick up new work after expecting to remain in their current positions for most of 2023. According to staff, the news didn't come from their own management. It instead is said to have come uh, from EA directly, with one worker saying their manager was caught off guard by news of the layoffs too. We will update this report with more news as it comes out. We've contacted EA for comment, but did not receive a response at the time of publication. Surprise. Yeah, yeah, we've got loads to say until it comes to saying something, and then we won't say anything at all. Bit of a shit situation, this. Imagine finishing work at 1am, and seven hours later, you're, you are in a mandatory call. Mm. Like, that is ridiculous because that doesn't even factor in that nobody ever gets it. Well, nobody in my house ever gets eight hours sleep a night. You're supposed to have eight hours sleep. Let's say it takes you an hour to get home to eat food, and that's still even not a lot of time. That's five hours from going to bed. You are meant to be on a mandatory call. That is bullshit uh, doing that. And I, I know there's no real right time to be doing that in a in a 24-hour sort of environment. If there are night shifts and day shifts, and assuming graveyard shifts as well between that, then there's probably always someone that's going to get caught off with that. But even still, no notice, straight onto a call um, to then just be like, actually, you know what, five, six months earlier than expected, unlucky. Sheesh. Anyway, babe, thoughts? Yeah, I've not really got much more to add on this one, really. It's... It's wank, especially with the contracts being up in August and they're only getting 60 days. But if that's the law over there, that's the law. Um, not really much they can do about that one. But it's even worse that they've had to train up a completely different team, which I imagine probably aren't getting paid as much as the people who are being let go. Let's be honest. these They might be brand new starters on just above minimum wage, but they're getting paid... Well, they're getting paid less nonetheless. I reckon um, you, you're probably right, though. Like... There's a line in there about, um, what, what did they say? Uh, they were told that they were doing away with the Baton Rouge testing team to move forward with a more diverse global testing team yeah. to better reflect the end user. Did they really want to change their, the diversity of their team to better reflect the end user, or was it cheaper? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, well, I mean, that all comes down to how many people. They said that they've laid off 200 people. Now, is the UK team only 100 people? which would probably cost, it would be more than 50% less, wouldn't it? Because if there's half the amount of staff and they're on half the wage, that's more than 50%, right? Uh, well, half the amount of staff on half the wage? Yeah. That'd be 25%. So you, yeah. you're cutting the wage bill in half and then cutting the, the amount of people that you're paying in half. So you're paying 25% of the actual budget then. So yeah, you'd save 75%. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's ridiculous. Um, we, we obviously will never know the ins and outs of this. I can't see them ever coming out and saying this is the reason why do they owe it to us probably not but at least the people who they who they previously employed that they, they kind of need to give them a reason saying that they're going to try and uh streamline their workplace to benefit the, the global environment ah, no that does not going to work I, I imagine if there was to ever get taken to a tribunal they would have to give them a, re- a good enough reason. We'd, but then men end up finding out because I doubt they would have to sign NDAs with that considering they've been essentially fired or uh, made redundant. Yeah. Um. So I doubt they'd need to do anything like that. I mean, this is this is the downside. This is why you get all sorts of um, uh, unionization uh, pushes for QA because often QA is a separate 
entity from the actual development team themselves. Yeah. QA is development. And nobody can ever convince me any different. If you are someone that is typing the bits of code in, you are a developer. If you are someone that is testing those bits of code and making sure they work, um, and if they don't, feeding that back to the developer to fix it, you are still a developer. Mm -hmm. That is part of development team. But historically, video games CQA as a separate outsourceable uh, segment that doesn't get the same sort of benefits as development teams. Yeah. Uh, and and this this is kind of what can happen in those situations. Oh, we don't need it anymore. Unlucky by... It's like having a translation agency and all that sort of stuff. You can you can just get rid and so on. And this is where it's it's particularly bad because there could, there could be anything. It could be the fact that, that, that they've gone, actually, do you know what? It would be really good if we had some European input in this. And it could be that they've gone, yep, nice, we'll do that. It could also be that they've taken over Codemasters and they've gone, do you know what? We don't need that many racing games, but we've got QA teams that we've already contracted for uh, that aren't really going to be working on the next racing game, but we need to be paying those anyway. So we'll just get rid of the Baton Rouge team Mm -hmm. because we can use the team that we're supposed to be QA in the next Codemasters game. And uh, yeah, that way we'll save 200 jobs there. We're we're not duplicating on a contract that we can't get out of. There's probably there could be any of that sort of stuff involved in it too, and then the simple one, it could just be a case of the Baton Rouge team could have been there for ten years, and it's like ten year incremental price increases or whatever. Some new disruptor comes in and goes, okay, yeah, well we've got a team and we can we'll do all of what what that is, and it'll be half the price. Yeah, jobs are good. Well, as a business, does that make sense to go with them? I mean. It does. It does. Definitely does. And that's that's where we get into the business versus ethics versus law Loyalty. and legal and so on. Yeah. Like legally, if they're given the 60-day severance, what can you do? And that's where the calls for unionization and stuff come in, being that, okay, if you're just going to get rid of 200 people, if the rest of the studio decide to walk out and go, no, no, those 200 people are helping us do our job. Mm-hmm. We socialize and all the rest, and you're just, just going to bin them off with no notice, no day's notice. It was just seven hours after finishing a job, someone else didn't have one. Um, So that's when you get into the ethics around it. Legally, they haven't done anything wrong. It's just, is it still right though? Um, And and there's no answer to that question. You can have an opinion, and my opinion is it's a shit situation. It is a shit situation. They've not done anything wrong, but they've not really gone about it in the right way either. Uh, They could have, they've not done anything wrong, but they could have been writer. Yes. Nice. <laughs> great, great England. <laughs> I mean, it, again, it still makes perfect sense. Though, doesn't it? It's again, it's a, it, it's a crying shame that these people have ended up losing their jobs over something that has, like, I don't know what we, we, us over here. I mean, I couldn't even tell you the cost of living down in Cornwall or in Shropshire or Cleethorpes. Do you know what I mean? I only know the cost of living of what it is in Poulton, obviously where the studio is based here. And also in Hyde, where Manchester, uh, in Manchester, where I was to live, so I don't know what their situation is over there, where they might have to be paid a London wage, essentially, uh, compared to a Hyde wage, which are two completely different things, despite living in the same bloody country. Yeah. Um. So we don't know if that's uh, again a massive factor in that as well. But yeah, I mean, like Baton Rouge, <clears throat> Louisiana. I've heard of Baton Rouge before. It could be, I don't know anything about Baton Rouge, it could be an absolute shithole, but it sounds nice. Yeah. So it sounds like it could be, ooh, ooh, live in Baton Rouge, do you? So, <laughs> all right, someone's doing well. So so it could be a case of, yeah, the cost of living, the cost of wages and stuff. Actually, let's just go to 
Um, middle of nowheresville, UK, and Bosch, there you go, it's much cheaper pounds yeah. per hour. So it could be that. I mean, Lake says in the chat, yeah, my first and only thought, fire the more expensive team and hire the cheaper team. This is from uh, the ABCs of running a company, and I have personal experience from that, as a shitty pay worker that is. So, so basically, Lake's trying to say, do you know the business decision solid but what is really said is hire the cheaper team and said is cheaper work so lake's looking out for himself from yeah. the sounds of it nice one lake yeah what a guy what a guy <laughs> what uh, an apex legends team though i know i mean this of all the teams like you'd think the i mean i'm not i'm not putting the 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 battlefield team here out out to passage here but You'd think if there was going to be cuts on any team it would probably be the battlefield one um, and apex is is flying i mean i assume apex is flying and I, the reason I, I judge that entirely off of content creators on on twitch and and i don't have the time to look at every single game they know what's hot day. though hmm? they know what's hot yeah and 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 like content creators on twitch will realize okay there's new content there's new blah, 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 peaks and troughs so-and-so game is bad so let's jump on so it might just be a case of Apex has been benefiting recently from other games not being as good or whatever, but Apex is definitely flying, and there's a reason why the Apex teams at what's the what's what's the EA dev that works on Respawn? Uh, so Respawn aren't working on a new Titanfall because of the likes of Apex. Um, and if you if you're keeping Titanfall off the shelves and Ben Ward at Next Gen Base incredibly frustrated, <laughs> then your game is clearly doing okay. Yeah. So so it's not as if they're struggling for cash. Or maybe they are. Maybe this is the first yeah. signs of going, okay, well, Apex, we probably need to start thinking about an Apex 2 soon. So whilst we get that set up, let's cut costs and stuff elsewhere. And if, if that st- sort of stuff comes into it, then it's business. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. People have, have been shit on. Uh, and that is probably where the unionization around it would help and then so on. But it's it's there's two separate bits. Business, it makes sense. Human life, it's a bit crap because these are people that that are helping deliver a product. And mm-hmm. without those people, your product wouldn't have been there. But you didn't give them the consideration that you would like people to give your product. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's the rub. Mrs. Weber, he. Hello. Welcome in. Uh, EA doesn't have uh, and never had any morality. Let's be fair; it's all how we can. Uh, how can we make more money? Um, the, the, this is where it comes down to business. Like you said, business and loyalty. Like ultimately, they are a business. There is a reason why they are extremely profitable. Not just because of the games that they end up bringing out, but it's how they can monetize their content going forward. And it's always no been that way. Mean, sports. Th- there's a reason that there is a football game called Madden. There's a reason there was a soccer football uh, game called FIFA because I would like to use your name to make me money, mm-hmm. and it's 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 simple and taken at face value as oh it's FIFA it's Madden now, but that's all it was. It was just pure capitalism. I want to use you so people will buy me. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is business. That is what they do, and they do it incredibly well. Um, they do also two sides to every story, they do also make some incredible experiences for gamers. Some of them have endless hours of potential, like FIFA. Some of them have endless hours of potential for rage, like FIFA. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you've got things like your Jedi Survivors coming soon and Fallen Order, game of the year for me a couple of years ago, plus the back catalogue of everything that yeah. they do. You can only hit those highs if you have 
massive financial backing and that comes from being a good business and being good business comes from making shit decisions for people um so for us to get apex 2 or to continue to get fifa or battlefields or so on some eggs have to be broken to make the omelet yeah is this an acceptable egg to be broken i mean that's that's only a question you can answer for yourself because some people go yeah it is some people go, well, no, it's not. Because if you accept that, how far can they go? Mm. Uh, well, there's usually three truths, isn't there? There's your truth, my truth, and then the actual truth somewhere in between both of those things. So we don't know what the narrative is of this yet, whether or not it's the people who have welcome come forward. to another episode of Philosophy with <laughs> Whether or not it's the people who have been obviously fired saying that it's probably the people that they've ended up training up has taken over their jobs, or whether or not EA come out and say it just isn't making as much money as it used to do, 200 people is a lot of people to hire, let's be honest. But QA is such a massive part of video game development that they need those. But 200, it, that does seem quite excessive as just QA actually, testers. Do you know, I don't actually know what is an excessive amount of QA, if I'm honest. I know that QA is teams upon teams of people. So QA could be a lot, but might not be a lot. I don't actually know. Mm. If anyone has worked in video game QA, and I know that... A lot, annoyingly i know quite a few people that have worked in qa but i've never actually asked them how big was your team i know people that have worked for sony uh liverpool and, and so on tassie did as well didn't he yeah yeah actually yeah was it for sega uh i think it was i think it was it, it, mm. i can't remember um so we'll have to figure it out but it, i don't know if if 200 is is a lot then it is if if 200 is about a good sized meaning mm-hmm. not your small indie QA stuff, but like a triple yeah. A size QA team, then it might just be a case of okay, contracts ended, we move to a new contract. And then saying two hundred people have been fired is a lot more clickbait yeah. than contract change. Because that's that's business. That happens. Well they could have hired all of those people f- for when the massive boom of Apex lit. Because let's not forget this was like one of the biggest battle royale games that there was at the time. I don't think it is anymore. I think it's still maybe in your top three. Yeah. But in terms of popularity, it, I can I probably tell you hand on heart now, it's probably 25%, uh, 50% of the game that it once was when it first came You're out. You're probably right with your 25%. When it first came out, it absolutely dominated. Like the fact that we had Dr. Disrespect, Shroud, I think Ninja or uh, and and others at an event for a game that nobody even knew about. Yeah, it was the who's who yeah. of content creators, and we're talking AAA content creators, yeah. here. the biggest guns. And it wasn't a case of oh, okay, there's a game coming from EA. Well, the, some people have been at an event. Yeah. It was literally oh, by the way, this game's out now. You can play it. Also, we were we were all playing it last week, and nobody even thought all these people are off stream at the exact same time or whatever. It was just like it <laughs> that's was how naive we are. <laughs> absolutely genius, genius. But it could just be, okay, we're down to 25% of our viewership. We need to start thinking about how we can cut back and make yeah. this a profitable event. It could be, I mean, I don't know why we're out. Let's say we're on season 10, because it's a round number. Season 11 of uh, thing. actually, do you know what? It's season 8 and 9 and 10, all were showing cumulative drop-off. Mm-hmm. Um, season 11 was more of the same. So we're just going to shelve season 11. And we're going to go to the drawing board and, and come back in six months with what we think season 11 could be, uh, which means we're, we're not going to need anywhere near as much QA for the next six months. Uh, it could be that. That's where this is a problem. Is like, is, there's so many ways that this cookie could crumble that actually does have a little bit of humanism on the other side of the story. It's not just about the people that are being affected that are losing their roles. There could be other people that could be affected if that QA team 
were still in place, but we don't have the information with that. And that's why this is frustrating. The United thing as well is this article is now two days old because we were going to cover it yesterday and it was a day old at that point and there has been no update on it since then. So that's the benefit of holding off stories like that is you often get the bigger picture evolving, but two days later, we're still in the same sort of spot. There isn't any further information. Or not that we've seen, there could have been something else that's come out since we pulled the news this morning anyway. So if anyone does see anything, do feel free to uh, let us know. Um, it's their new slogan. Instead of challenge everything, it's now EA Games. Fire everyone. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, uh, it's in the game that you got fired from. <laughs> nice. Okay, so we're going to move ahead. It's not all doom and gloom for workers. Excuse me, one second. <coughs> I've actually just picked up some stats for Apex Legends, and we are completely wrong. <laughs> so the all-time peak for Apex Legends at one time was 624,000 people. That was 12 days ago. I knew there was something big, like, say, like recently. So, so I'm, I'm gauging off the likes of TSM Data and, and people like that that, that are VR content creators, that may play some Warzone, that may play some PUBG, they play some Fortnite, they play some Apex, and they've all gone back to Apex. Mm -hmm. So clearly something has been happening. That's people playing it. However, people watching it, completely different story. So the all-time Twitch stats for the peak was four years ago at 666,000. Call it 667,000 because it's 868 in there as well. The the twenty four Within the last 24 hours, the peak was 96,000. There's 50,000 currently watching it. But well, that 666,000 was obviously when every single streamer that went to the event probably got access two days before. They're going, we're showcasing a brand new game today. It's a brand new Royale, a Battle Royale coming from Respawn. Have a look. I was so shit at it as well. Like, I, thought it was a, I thought it was an absolute boss. In the uh, the tutorial bit, I wasn't missing anything. Then when you get into the game, shat on consistently. Um, yeah. Are you still muted? Nice. I'm not anymore. Let's go. Uh, Mute G, Graham's mic is still off. God damn it. See, this is the thing. This is where... Uh, these are Blue Yeti mics, by the way. We've had these for years. We stopped using these because we're using the Elgato Wave mics over in the studio. The Yetis are an incredible mic. Make no mistake. Um, and Elgato provided us with the Waves, which are incredible mics too. But the one thing that Elgato does better than the Yeti is capacitive mute. Just mm -hmm. a little button that you can dish. Whereas the Wave mics, uh, the, the Yetis have clunk, clunk button. <laughs> so like, like I'm going to keep talking and mute, but I, then I'll unmute as well whilst I'm still talking. And you might hear the clunk, clunk as I unmute it kind of thing. So A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I. I didn't even unmute. I pressed it and it just didn't yeah. unmute again. Fuck. Fuck. So yeah, I was I was going to keep this up. I'm doing it again. A, B, C, D. I, J, K. Uh, so yeah, I don't know whether you got the clunk, 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 but, but yeah. So yeah, even that, the same thing happened again then. This clunky button, you press it and sometimes it just doesn't work. Capacitive mute button, definitely, definitely yeah. better. Um... 
Actually, they did back in the 90s, 2000, to 2002, it was all about the games and very little about money. NHLPA, Hockey, NHL 2003 and FIFA Madden uh, from same time, for example. Uh, it was going so well till then. I mean, have you have you not seen the TV? He's gone off. <laughs> yeah. Did you not see the fact that my mic was off to begin the stream? <laughs> but I appreciate the words of encouragement. For Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay, jumping into the next article. This one is uh, from Game Rants. Um... Uh, we fixed it now, I think. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Who was that? Miss Levi. How oh, was it? Cheers, Levy. Uh, or is it? Or is it still not? Is my is my mic still not working? Is Levi just a bit bit back? Oh no, he's, exactly. he's watching on Twitch, That's... and so he'll have like a thirty second delay. Nice. Yeah, we got a uh, like an executive producer just coming to the studio then with a the note. I wish he would, because if he carries on coming down here, he can carry on pressing uh, the the, the down <laughs> so, volume. Nice. Come back, Levi. Uh, so Miguel Luis Lado at Game Rant says the coalition is hiring for a Gears of War game. Canadian video game developer The Coalition posts a job opening for work uh, on what seems to be a new Gears of War game. The coalition is currently hiring for work on an unannounced Gears of War title. It does frustrate me when the title, the subtitle, and the first line of an it article... It must be for SEO. It has to be. 100%. 100%. If not... It's a, it's a drawback of a CMS, content management system, where it'll be like, what what is the title of your article? So you type it in, <laughs> and then you go, okay, what do you want the subtitle to be? And you're like, oh, fuck, I've not even thought about that. <laughs> so you type something similar in. Copy and paste the first line of your, yeah. Of your, of so, your review. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so the company's last release was Gears Tactics in 2020, which is currently available on PC, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S. However, the latest main uh, mainline release was actually Gears 5, that game came out in 2019, so a lot of time has actually passed since a third-person shooter entry in the Gears franchise. Free on Game Pass, that. I think that was the first major Game Pass day one, day and day. Yeah, release yeah. As well. I haven't played it. Same. Same. Yeah, I, I, used to, I used to love Gears of War, but I think it was since I moved over to PlayStation 4 from the 360, I think that's where my time with Gears of War came to an end. I played Gears of War all the way through. Like one one of the first games we got on the 360, incredible game. Played some of Gears 2. I think I borrowed it and had to give it back or whatever. Never finished it. Played some of Gears 3. That was I was working in the industry at that point, and I think I got better access to Gears 3, and it just felt too. <laughs> so I was like, uh. I liked Gears of War for the story. I know it had that roadie running and ducking for cover and machine gun like chainsaw mm -hmm. kind of stuff but it just felt everything was just about gore and blood and guts yeah. and, and i was just like it just doesn't have like, i liked it because like you'll you'll see clickbait posts on social media the best weapon in any video game ever and people come out with their favorite guns this that, and the other and like you asked me to talk about a video game i'm gonna to talk to you about PUBG or something <laughs> else uh even in a meeting yesterday i shoehorn PUBG into absolutely it, kind of uh but you would never predict Gears of War to be there, but you say, what is the best weapon in a video game ever? And I go, Hammer of Dawn from Gears of War. And it's not, let's be honest, it's a bit it's a bit flimsy because you have to charge up and you have to be outside in direct sunlight and you have to wait for it. And so, but the fucking name plus the noise <laughs> it makes, the Hammer of Dawn, it's like, that's got to be up there. So, yeah, big fan of what it used to be. Kind of dropped off. Gears 5 going free on Game Pass probably actually helped it a little bit as well because, you know, yeah. Mm. But still, there's a lot there. 
Marcus Phoenix, the call train, and, and everything else that's probably happened in between that I'm not aware of. There's definitely a lot to build on this. So um, we jump back into the article, and it says, in a rumor earlier in February 2023, the coalition had seemingly cancelled work on two games uh, to work on what was reported to be Gears 6. However, going only by industry inside of Jeff Grubb's words, the insinuation was that Gears of War 6 will definitely be the next game that the team will release. With this mostly being hearsay, uh, it's still difficult to pinpoint the accuracy of that statement. The last project that the coalition worked on was The Matrix Awakens. Oh, I was going to say, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, how, <laughs> the 2002 <laughs> PlayStation 2 game. <laughs> Which was basically a tech demo. However, new signs... Is that is that the one that was on PS5? The, the, yeah. The, the yeah. UE5 one. It, it, did it drop at the same time as the film? Yeah, it was fucking awesome, that. By I never way. played it. I'm it, not into The Matrix at all. Yeah. To be fair, there is only one film, so... <laughs> Nice. Um, however, new signs definitely point out that the coalition is surely preparing for a Gears entry. Uh, in a job posting on Microsoft's career page, the coalition is currently looking for a senior gameplay designer specifically for Gears of War. Whether it's Gears 6 or a spin-off like Gears Tactics is still a question, but for sure the IP is for the Gears franchise. The job posting indicates that the candidate should have experience in character, camera, and controls, the three Cs, uh, and artificial intelligence systems. This isn't the first time the coalition listed an open job for a Gears of War project, as it also did so in July 2022. We'll stop there. We don't need to go through the rest of the stuff. Gears of War, hiring. Mm. I mean, that would be great news for the EA guys. Different country, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, which if I assume correctly, I don't have the greatest American geography, Louisiana, southern states, Canada, not so much Southern, being it's above America. So probably a lot, like, it's like the UK times five in, in journey away. So probably not the closest, but, you know, jobs is jobs. Um, interesting New Gears of War experience? I don't know. Um, this is something that me and you have discussed various times on this podcast as to whether or not the time has come to sunset Gears of War. I don't think it is just yet, but I think it heavily relies on what we're going to be getting from this game. I think there's a reason why we haven't seen one for so long since 2019. We've obviously had a Gears Tactics game in between that, which I think is a nice change of pace. Completely different audience. Yeah, 100%. That's, um, that's, that's like going, I know you want Call of Duty, I know you want an annual release, but we're going to take a couple of years off to bring you Call of Duty Mobile. It's like... <laughs> no, no, it's, we know you love Call of Duty. Can I interest you in the Command and Conquer? <laughs> He's got guns and he's shooting <laughs> yeah. and stuff. <laughs> From a top-down view <laughs> in the strategy game. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think th this might be the last hurrah. I don't know where they're going to go with this. I feel like we've probably... It, it feels like they're trying to flog this dead horse. And I'm not saying that Gears of War deserves to never be have another game made of it, but sometimes games run their... Films run their course. Yeah. And I don't know whether or not a reboot like we'd I, I hate to shit on saints row and i'm not dunking on them whatsoever because i genuinely liked the new saints row game it felt a lot like saints row it didn't feel as complete as it probably should have been and i'm fairly certain that they would come out and say that themselves but i feel like if they try to reboot gears of war with new characters i don't know if that's going to go down well or not do you know what? i i completely agree what would I be open to Saints Row rebooting? Probably. Would I be open to Gears of War, which is Space Marines, effectively, not not Warhammer? All right, settle mm -hmm. down. Um, it's like it's, 
it's, it's, it's the same story that's kind of done again. It's like zombies. Oh, you've played a zombie game again. You need to do, like, you need a very specific niche or mm. angle within that. And that's what that that's where like The Last of Us separates itself from being a zombie game. It, it's an action adventure story with zombies in it, um, and it would be quite difficult to have an emotive story in the Gears of War universe when you've got people named Marcus Phoenix, mm-hmm. Augustus Cole, or whatever it was, the Cole Train, mm-hmm. and it's like it's clearly just. Michael Bay, loud, bombastic explosions, and it's not intricate, woven storylines kind of thing. I mean, the guys in the chat, Batman Dan says, Gears! Uh, which, clearly, I think Batman Dan likes Gears. But then he also <laughs> says, they went from innovative to just trying to be over the top. Do you know what? I agree. I do mm-hmm. agree. I, I agree with that. Gears was incredible. Like, like I, was, I mentioned Hammer of Dawn already, and, and, and bits like the roadie run, and, and, and using cover, and, and, and so on. It was, it was a phenomenal experience on the 360 playing through gears of war um but now it's it's a t- in my mind it's a tired franchise yeah d- and this is where like this looking is, for innovation this, yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. um like phony says i enjoyed gears but it got very same uh same old same old for me should i say uh enix hi um Yoda, you are welcome in Yoda. Um, Horde mode was fantastic. Yeah, Horde. That's kind of that's the stuff that kind of turns me off, though. I want more of the the good story around it rather than stuff like that. But but for me, I don't just want waves. I don't want masses of creatures. It looks great when you see all that shit coming, but mm. give me that in a in a cutscene or a sequence within a game or something like that. Not just like the mm-hmm. and this is the problem with Xbox in general which is good that we've seen Xbox buying studios or trying to with the Activision Blizzard situation is that will give them good games and so on. But we're still waiting to see the fruits of the the last five years of acquisition labor that Xbox has been through because Forza is a racing game, so obviously not uh, story-driven. Well, Forza Horizon, that's story-driven. Yeah, but but even still, like... Four was it, five was exactly the same as four, in my opinion. It, the exact same thing of just move the location yeah. like it, it i loved forza horizon 4 was the game that got me back into racing games well forza horizon 5 looked incredible yeah. it was i mean I, I still haven't played it but i was not interested in most racing games seeing forza horizon 5 I was like okay i might play that game mm-hmm. might play that game is a big step for me <laughs> Uh, for racing games and as I said before like like I, pl- I played like all you call me crazy touring cars and everything consistently over and over again to the point where I just do not want to touch a racing game ever again but seeing that I was like okay now that's pretty cool mm. there's some cool stuff going in there and like the cheesy stuff like those planes and you fucking jump in but that's the, the stuff that might bring me in there's a bit more than just driving the cars there um, so Forza's not the story game story game the story elements building into it but that's not a story yeah. game that's not a modern world just driving cars Gears of War is not a story game now I mean it is but it's not it's just shooting things and chainsawing things and blood uh, so okay uh, Halo it's a story game ah but the story games the story's not coming out straight away and then when it, when it comes out you'll be able to play it with your mates or you might not be able to play it with mates or co-op might just never exist or whatever uh, um, so then that just becomes a green suit double jumping game mm-hmm. and it's, and this is where <laughs> with the battle pass that lasted six months yeah exactly <laughs> yikes so and this is where I feel like Xbox with all their acquisitions over the last five or six years um, we need new titles because The Last of Us 
10 years ago, PlayStation didn't have The Last of Us. They didn't have Spider-Man. They hadn't rebooted God of War. And I feel like Halo can be rebooted. I feel like... Um, no, I don't feel like Gears probably can. I mean, maybe it can. Maybe it can. Maybe Gears can be rebooted. But you have to change it from a, a roadie runny action thing to a, a, a more of a true third-person yeah. story game kind of thing. Caveat, I think the only way that this Gears of War can be rebooted if it is the Helldivers a Gears of War production or Gears of War story or something like that so it's part of the same universe but titled completely different because they for me if they just title this Gears of War 6 I, I don't know where they go with that like I don't know whether or not it'd be the but at least with something like that I mean someone could be a bit more creative that's just me thinking off the top of my head but as a from the get-go just by the title you understand that it's not the same characters it might be something completely different but it might be in the same universe it's an, it's an interesting concept because like if it's in the same universe is usually sold as a positive like in terms of like um Okay, a complete brain fart. I can't think of an example, but, but even though there's tons, uh, like if you have a game in the Metal Gear universe, forget Metal Gear Survive, uh, something like that. People knew, never forget about Metal Gear Survive. I mean, you won't. Most, of, most of, but like, uh, if you have a game in the Metal Gear universe, people understand and they subscribe and they're booking into it because oh yeah, Metal Gear or or any other Resident Evil universes or whatever it is. Um, but is Gears? A strong brand to pull people in. It probably is. It probably still is. Um, but then you get the flip thing. Like, is is like could having gears in it and people go, it could be better. So the next game's gonna be could be better. But then if it comes out and it's actually shit hot, it could actually help with the brand of metal, uh, gears of war and push that up and help with the sales of that and stuff. Excuse me one second. <coughs> yep, I'm back. Nice. Uh so yeah, it's a difficult one. I mean I if it's Helldivers, a Gears of War game, or a Star, uh, Star Wars, uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. That, that's the kind of vibe that I was going for, yeah. because you know straight away then that it might not be part of the same thing, but it's still more Star Wars, so it might, it will call back to it at some point within the main body of films. <laughs> but yeah, it's... Rogue One was an exceptional Star Wars story, by the way. And that's where it works, because Rogue One was great. You know it's a Star Wars thing, so you know what it's about, and then they feed into each other. But then you're, on the flip side, you'll get like Solo... A Star Wars story, which wasn't great, um, and it's like, oh, what are you doing to the Star Wars brand, the characters <laughs> that we know and love, and, and so on. And if Hell Divers comes out and it's great, it builds up Gears of War. If Hell Divers came out, Gears of War suddenly just continues in its. I wouldn't even say it's in a downward trajectory. It's just flatlining. It's it's all right. I, the issue with it though is Gears Five. You lose people after after one. Yeah, if your game isn't so good that people have to play it if you have a backstory and you have a story that needs to be learned and twists and turns and people don't quite get it then people don't want to go through and learn what happened in one two three four and five to then play gears six so it mm. needs to be really good or makes it super easy to start off from but yeah i think that's that's i think that's where a potential spin-off could come in to potentially pick up the reins all the slack at this point in time from what Gears of War have been putting well, down. Well, they social media con uh, communication devices? Yes. Slack? Nice. Yes, they can. Nice. Okay, um, jump, in, jump back in the chat. Sorry, jump back in the chat. Uh, loves a good story in his main game. Uh, he doesn't play... Uh, the main game he plays doesn't have any story, says Phony. I wonder who that's talking about. 
Nice. Uh, like the new setup feels more podcasty slasher. Thank you very much, Enix. Legend. Um, this is all my work. All the time. Nice. Now, basically, what happens is I go, baby, this will be cool. And then I just go, okay, tell me when you've done it. <laughs> Not all the time. I mean, shout out to Dennis if he's listening as well. He does come down and uh, do all the technical difficulty and stuff like that. But I mean, I can't. I think we've figured out this week that I can't host this podcast on my own. No, you're great. I mean, hairbrain Ed. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was just an absolute shit show. Don't go and watch Monday's episode. Oh. It, it was a it was a traumatic experience. I did have it on, and then I was doing something, so I was like in and out kind of thing. And then I, like that night, I was chatting to Twelve on his stream, and he's like, "Did you see Bibby?" I was like, "I did see bits of it." So did you see did you see him trying to say hairbrain? I was like, "No." He's like. Some reason he just could not say hairbrained, and he was reading it as hairbrained. Yeah, hairbrained. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't know because I've got so many different things that are going on trying to read the chat. Like when I'm playing games and I'm streaming, it's a completely different thing. Like I'm playing the games, I could just look at the chat and go, <laughs> carry on playing again. But when I'm trying to read something, read the chat, as well as trying to be a bit more professional, it doesn't quite work that well. That's the difference. Hence why I'm sat here pressing fucking volume down on this so you can read properly. Yeah, and I'm sat here with this and this as well, so I'm, I'm pulling my way. <laughs> This is where I feel like at home when I'm sat there and I'm like reading chat plus doing the stream deck stuff whilst changing the stream titles yeah. and also reading the article. Plus also I'm muting it and unmuting it so we can listen to the videos. <laughs> yeah, damn. Um, judgment, uh, we don't talk about that one, was so, so bad. Worst Gears title. What, I remember playing the beta of that. I'm sure it was just the online game. I don't remember it. Yeah, I remember. I'm sure, it, I'm sure it was a 360 game and I'm sure it was just online only so it was like PvP. Um I did see something about PvPBE, and I can't remember who said it. Um, have I completely missed it? Well, while you're going through that, I will just jump back through the Hive Busters was so, so good, but was only a small DLC, says Enix. Gears 1 to 3 was god tier. 4 was all right. 5 was good. Hive Busters DLC, god tier. Oh, there you go. Batman, with PvPBE mm. being more popular, Gears needs a more immersive game mode like a horde with multiple teams, but that will upset the diehard was on slash execution fans yeah so that's like dmz i'd uh, yeah I, I don't know whether or not it just needs a completely different fresh liquor paint for gears of war um but I, I, can i see dmz working for something like that for a gears i can can you imagine an escape from tarkov version of a gears of war I think I think it, Gears of War lives and dies by a decent storyline and a good co-op campaign. I mean, even even the word horde, like for something that's risk heavy, like an extraction looter, um, the idea that they could just a hole in the roof open up and things just start crawling in and down the walls and stuff. I'm like, well, fuck that! I'm just gonna yeah. sit home with my one pistol. Yeah, <laughs> I feel I feel like we de- I feel like we definitely missed the that well, I say missed the boat. I feel like we're away from that. Like zombies now, I don't feel like gets nearly as much love as it did way back when on Call of Duty. Like, it just... You can include them, but no one is, like, raced to fucking level 100 or anything like that any day. Like, Syndicate will play it because that's what made him absolutely... That, that's what made him go into the stratosphere playing that playing that game. Uh, sorry, playing that game mode. He will play it as a callback, but he isn't going to spend eight hours a day for six months going back and playing zombies all the time. He, he isn't doing that. I mean, I'd, I'd spend six hours... Of my entire life playing zombies 
for every game because that's just not for me. It's mm-hmm. not for me. It's not for me. Um, Coalition is one of the only studios, along with Playground at Microsoft, that is their top tier. I want them to make new IPs. Gears has always been a graphical showcase of what they can bring with the Unreal Engine. It has. I mean, that's the reason why Coalition works on, obviously, the Matrix Awakens that we spoke about a little bit ago is because they were epic, effectively. Uh, so, yeah, they they completely understand how to get the most out of that. Uh, I was wild the first time I turned on Gears visually. I need that back. Same. Mm-hmm. Same. I, Everybody was. I, I bought it off the back of my mate's Xbox 360. Um, same thing. Like So, my mate Adam got me uh, into Assassin's Creed and Gears of War after seeing both of those at the mighty resolution of 720p, I must add. Uh, Which played through component cable. Uh, I think it was HDMI, but it was he had one. Like, there's a Samsung TV somewhere. I don't know in the studio, maybe in there. Maybe we've got rid of it now. But my mate Adam basically had. I said it's a TV. It's a monitor we've got somewhere. He basically had that, but it was a white like Samsung monitor. But it was like 720p, and obviously we're all playing on our crappy VGA TVs and or whatever. And Adam got an Xbox 360 with a 720p HD ish ish. Uh, TV and after seeing Gears and Assassin's Creed and that, that was it. I'll have both, please. Thank you very much. Uh, hair brain Ed, exactly. Hair brain Ed, nice. Hair brained. Fuck me, it's so simple when I'm looking at it now. <laughs> hair brain Ed. Hair brain Ed. <laughs> Fucking stupid bastard. <laughs> okay, we are well over. Well over time. The, the tweaking and, and and stuff. So we'll 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 wrap things up. Just dance Gran Turismo and the Olympics. Save that film. for tomorrow. Yeah, I was going to say. Absolutely. It. I've not we, read it, so I don't we've know got some banter with that. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so after that one, then I'll just I'll just jump onto the last article then, just because it's a nice little wrap up one, and it's probably not as relevant tomorrow, but it's it's good to give it some promotion whilst it's here. Uh, and this is from Chris Scullion at VGC, and it does say Humble's Turkey and Syria Earthquake Bundle offers Gotham Knights and sixty eight other games. How many is that in total, babe? What one plus sixty eight? <laughs> 69. Nice. Nice. So you can get 69 games for $30, and 100% of the money goes to the Quake Relief charities. So the latest Humble Bundle offers nearly 70 games, including Gotham Knights, for $30 or 25 quid. So the Turkey... Uh, Turkey... Actually, I'm going to just say it as English names because I, I, I think it's Turkey, but I'm, I'm not going to... I sound like Sean Paul when I say that. So. Who? Sean Paul. Sean Paul. Uh, so the Turkey-Syria Earthquake Relief Bundle has been launched to support relief efforts for last month's devastating earthquake in southern Turkey and northern Syria, in which more than 50,000 people died. Do you know what? I didn't know that. didn't know it was so high. Yeah, it's, really, it's, it's just going further and further, yeah. And thousands more are still missing. The majority of Humble Bundles only allow the user to donate a portion of their purchase to charity, but... Uh, by default, this can now uh, this can be as low as five percent, with the rest going to the game publishers and Humble itself. For this bundle, however, the full one hundred percent of the purchase price will go directly to Save the Children, International Medical Corps, and Direct Relief to help fund quake relief efforts. The most notable game included in this bundle is Gotham Knights, which is currently still selling for fifty quid on Steam. Fifty quid for that one game yeah or you can spend 25 quid and get 68 other games mm-hmm. absolute bargain uh, so that means that anyone buying the humble bundle for that game alone will be getting it for half price and it includes 68 for other games including ghost runner pathfinder uh kingmaker enhanced plus edition xcom 2 euro truck simulator 2 system shock 1 and 2 worms rumble and guilty gear i don't know if that's x2 or times 2 but x2 reload um and a number of the indie games in it 
are developed in Turkey. So if you want to bag yourself any games, if you've got a PC, you're interested in some PC gaming, and you want to help other people in doing so, even if you're just interested in playing Gotham Knights, 25 quid is all it will cost. You will help uh, with a charitable cause, and you'll get 68 other games that you can dish out amongst your friends like Levi did across the office earlier on today. That is the very definition of a shagger. Nice, nice. Okay, we are going to go. Thank you, everyone that has stuck around. We, we have been here for like an hour and a half. We know. Um, it's because we had technical stuff that we're trying to mm-hmm. sort out. Uh, but but nice to see that this works. We'll probably use this for more podcast stuff going forward. Absolutely. So nice, nice. Um, do stick around, though. We're going to drop a raid on one of our friends. We're going to wrap things up here. We'll send some love over to them. So if you can drop in and pay some, some, pay some forward love. Nope. We're going to send some love and pay it forward. That's what I meant to say. Nice. <laughs> so if you can pay some forward love to whoever we got read, that would be very much appreciated. A quick reminder, tomorrow we'll be back, same sort of time. The weekend we will have, obviously, some PUBG streamage. Uh, and and maybe might or might not be playing PGA 2K at some point. Maybe sometime in the next few years or so. We'll probably find out tomorrow either way. But before any of that happens. Yes. Is there what you'd like to add? Yes, there is, Graham. Thank you very much for joining us for today's episode of The Scoop. That's Ford. Four down? Is it? Is Thursday today? Yes. Ah, four down, one to go. So if you want to help shape the final show this week, there is two ways you can do so. First of all, find us on social media. It's that ice cream rolls across all major social media platforms. It's fucking TV. <laughs> um, no one's fucking TV. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching this, uh, listening to this on demand, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> but yeah, just find the link. You guys should know this by now. It's 701 shows at this point. So you guys 100% should know this. But find us on social media. At Ice Cream Uploads. What? 700%. Seven, 700%. Uh, find us on uh, any podcast server. Yeah, podcast services, blah, blah, blah. Both find Ice Cream Uploads. Jump into the Discord. Give us the links. Give us your thoughts and impressions. We will then give you our thoughts and impressions on the very next show. At what time tomorrow? Mr. Graham Day. 10 a.m. <laughs> lol <laughs> Ish. yeah we'll, we'll try we'll see we'll see we're aiming for 10 we'll see we'll see uh for now though as mentioned we are going to drop a raid on one of our friends we don't know who it is yet so we'll figure that as we uh jump into the end slate but until next time stay, stay frosty, frosty.